This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about the latest on the coronavirus now. Ontario health officials now saying that the province's second presumptive case of the coronavirus has been confirmed there. It also marks the second case in Canada. This is a female patient. She has been in self-isolation, according to officials, since arriving in Toronto from Wuhan, China last week. Uh, she is the uh, spouse of the earlier uh, presumptive case identified in Toronto as well. So that is two uh, cases of coronavirus in Canada now. The situation in China There's alarm growing there, the death toll rising, stock markets tumbling. Wow, this has got a lot of people uh, around the world worried. Let's check in now with Jason Tetro. He's the author of The Germ Code and The Germ Files. He's the the host of the Super Awesome Science Show, which is... uh, uh, you should definitely check out online. Jason, thanks for coming on. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you. Appreciate it. These are alarming news that we continue to hear about the coronavirus. Let's talk about the situation in China, first of all. Mm-hmm. How, how bad is it there from your perspective? I mean, a lot of people have seen these very worrisome videos of crowded hospitals and, and, and uh, over there. What are your thoughts? Well, well, first off, let me just say, have you ever actually been into an emergency room here in Canada around December when flu hits? It looks pretty much the same. It's it's crowded like crazy. And they have no beds, and and there's always always overcrowding. So in that context, it's not really that big of an issue. I think the, the big problem right now is that in China, there really is an emergency because it's very, very difficult to be able to control the flow of so many people. The population density is unlike anything that we have here in North America. And as a result of that, you pretty much have to be able to isolate people from one another in order for the virus to um, essentially stay in those who are infected and not spread. And, and so that's really what's happening at this, case, at this point. And while we might be thinking that we're seeing cases rising at an exponential level, um, it really has to do with the lag in time for the testing to occur and so what's happening right now is we're sort of seeing that exponential rise, but it's eventually going to plateau out, and then we'll have a much better understanding as to you know, what the real case attack rate is, what the case fatality rate is. It'll probably be a lot lower, um, but until we get to that point, China needs to do something, and, and that's one of the reasons why they've done this. Okay, what are your thoughts on the situation here at home in Canada and the steps that officials have taken so far? we got two presumptive cases in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think the Canadian officials are handling it properly to this point? Yeah, and uh, by the way, just so you know, when we say presumptive confirmed, that means that the city or the province has confirmed it. But here in Canada, we have the federal government, which has a laboratory in Winnipeg, uh, which does all the confirmations. And, and for at least one of those cases, that confirmation has been made. So we know we have one actual pneumonia or, or coronavirus case. And, of course, the second one is, is the person's wife. So it's a fairly good likelihood that she's going to have it. As for what's happening in the rest of Canada outside of those two people, uh, nothing. And, and that's the way it should be. Nothing is going on, which means that whatever uh, actions have been implemented – um, they're, being, they're, they're doing so rightly to anticipate more that will be coming in. 
But since we haven't seen a huge outbreak as a result of those two cases, unlike what we saw with SARS, we know that something is, you know, something's being done right. Speaking to Jason Tetro, author of The Germ Code, about the coronavirus, uh, we've seen other countries taking some interesting steps. The United States, for example, saying that they're planning to airlift American citizens and diplomats out of Wuhan, China. Some suggestion that, well, maybe Canada should consider doing the same thing, that we should get our people out of there, or maybe we should block flights coming in from coming in from China into Canada. There's, there's lots of uh, suggestions out there. On our own hot question of the day here on Twitter today, Jason, it was, should the federal government evacuate Canadians in Wuhan, China? Now, this one kind of split down the middle here, 55% saying no, uh, 46%, per, uh, 40, 45% saying saying yes. What your thoughts on that? I mean, do you think Canada should be getting Canadians out of there? Uh, I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. Um, remember, 11 million people in Wuhan and, and numerous millions others in some of the other quarantine cities. How many cases? I mean, you have, would have 2,700. Yeah, you would have to be within close proximity of the individuals who are sick and um, you know, be within a certain range of them within a few feet once they're coughing and hacking. And unless we have Canadians who happen to be healthcare workers, I, I can't see that being the case. But by the same respect, whenever we hear of a situation where the quarantines are put into effect and they put up the barriers around the city, a lot of people get very, very frightened and they want to make sure that, you know, we swoop in with our helicopters let them come up on the roof and get into the helicopters and get out of there as soon as they can. Okay, I guess another another issue that has been brought up is that, well, this is a, a city that's under quarantine right now. So if you take people out of there, does that break the quarantine? Well, yeah, of course it does. Yeah. And I think that's that's sort of the other thing that you have to really think about is China has implemented this quarantine for a reason, do you think that they're going to be um, gracious enough to tell Canada that you can bring your, cop, your helicopters in and, and, and come and get these people? Uh, I, I don't think that's a really wise decision for anybody to follow. Okay, we hear the usual advice in situations like this to try and stop the spread or infection from this particular virus or any virus for that matter, mm-hmm. and that's to continually you know, frequently wash your hands if you are sick, stay home, cover your cough, that kind of thing. If this is a respiratory infection, how does washing your hands help? Well, it's because the coronavirus is a little bit different than, say, the flu virus, Uh, whereas if you cough onto a surface, like, say, a kiosk at an airport, um, that virus will probably stay active and infectious for well over a day. And so as a result of that, you may be just, you know, trying to get your, uh, your boarding pass printed and you might be picking that up and maybe there's a problem with the printer. You put the finger in your mouth, all of a sudden you've exposed yourself. So the whole point of using constant hand hygiene is to prevent yourself from infecting your own self as a result of touching surfaces that happen to be contaminated. I'm not suggesting that this is the only way. I'm saying that this is probably the most likely way because unless you happen to be in a crowd surrounded by people and crushing into you, you're not going to get within that close contact range with another person to initiate or to, to make sure that that spread can happen. Jason, thanks for coming on. It was a pleasure. Take care. I appreciate it a lot. Jason Tetro author of The Germ Code, his 
podcast is the super awesome science show. I'm, pl- I'm grateful for his time today. 